Why are you an anti-vaxxer hypocrite? Why? I want to know. I'm not. Leave me alone. Somebody thinks you are. I don't care. I honestly don't care. I don't care what people think of me. You anti-vaxxer hypocrite. Okay. Why? That was our first review that somebody typed for Raising Eight. (laughs) For those of you who have no idea what we're talking about, the title of the review was Anti-Vaxxer Hypocrites. Last time I checked, I don't think we talked about vaccines. We haven't mentioned vaccinations once yet, until now. This is the first time. Now we'll talk about them. Sure. But I have more important questions. Like, if you're an anti-vaxxer hypocrite, what does that mean? I don't know. Does that mean that I am not against vaccinations? Because if I'm a hypocrite of anti-vaccinations, does that mean I am pro-vaccinations? I'm very confused by that subject of that review. I haven't spent any time thinking about it. Because I don't care. I, uh, <laughs> you I po- have spent too well, much time thinking. No, I don't think I've thought about it that much. But when I first read it, I was eating pancakes and I almost spit them out because I laughed so hard. And that's a true story. <laughs> I literally started laughing about it when I saw it because I knew we hadn't talked about vaccinations yet mm-hmm. at all. So I couldn't understand why somebody would say that. The second part, by the way, the review also said, and this may be another question, that if you are right wing Catholic, you'll enjoy this podcast. I don't consider myself a right-wing anything. Well, we talked about this after I mentioned this, and I said I laughed about that as well because I've been called a left-wing Catholic. A right-wing Catholic. A right-wing Catholic. (laughs) A liberal. A liberal. uh, Conservative. Ultra-conservative. Angry. (laughs) Angry. I've heard it all. And so it was funny to me to read, read. Now, I don't think this. I don't know who the person is who put this review. I doubt they listen to the podcast at all, quite frankly. And but in our first two podcasts, how do they come across? How do we come across as right wing other than just the fact that if you're a homeschooling family, you must be right wing nut job Catholics? <laughs> I have no idea. I honestly have no idea. I mean, it's an interesting introduction to what we're going to talk about tonight anyways, which we're going to kind of start maybe a few podcasts about things that have to do with us being body and soul together as human beings. You just wanted to get away from that conversation as fast as possible. I really did. I really, really did. I don't like that. Well, too bad. Listen, folks, it's Raising Eight. A couple of sinners trying to raise saints. Episode three. Yes. And I got all that right this time. I'm really proud of you. There we go. Yes, we're going to talk about body and soul. Yep. And tonight we figured we'd start by talking about uh, exercise, physical activity, and nutrition. And how do we do that as a family? And probably even with a special focus on how do we as parents work on taking care of ourselves and each other, both physically and nutrition-wise. We've both always been people who have thought that was important, not only just to stay physically healthy, but 
to for mental health to stay active to be physically healthy to eat well to exercise um, that's always been important to me as an individual and then you as an individual and then us as a couple together and obviously there are challenges once you're raising children because you can't just go to the gym whenever you want because you kind of have people that rely on you to live well gyms are expensive and yes they are and they when i was up, single and i they, could yeah, go to a gym yeah <laughs> and i and i certainly did in my especially in my uh, my single years i spent plenty of time in a gym and um and playing in a bunch of leagues and i could you know play my basketball league one night my volleyball league another night and my softball league another night during the summer and have a grand old time but then i got married and i ruined your life <laughs> in my, in my, athletic, your, my your athletic, athletic career your was, athletic career was tanked. sucked away from me done although that's not necessarily true because again because we, this was important for both of us from day one i mean I, when we so we got married folks in rhode island and we lived in providence our first four years of marriage before moving to maine and and during those four years i i did play volleyball once a, i didn't play three sports but i did play volleyball once a week pretty much almost year round hmm. and it was important because it, it was my a chance to be able to go exercise and be competitive because you're very competitive very strong what do you mean i'm an anti-vaxxer hypocrite (laughs) you're competitive which is good i'm also competitive which that can cause issues in our marriage but we work it out and we're not really gonna talk about that come on can we just tell the one story no (laughs) that's not really that's not really gonna be good (laughs) for body and soul Oh come on! Just just about a competitive, See, competitive ahead. nature. Whatever. We when have we no were, agenda. We have yeah, no real cares? agenda. Yeah. We never write an agenda. When we were, were we we actually married. Yeah, we were our first newly, year. Newly of married. married. Newly, our newly first, wed. Yep, our first year of marriage, and Michael decided to pull out one of his favorite games to play. Risk. I actually didn't. I never played Risk in my life, what's if the, you're not familiar with it. What's the tagline of it? I have no like idea. World it's Dominion or something like that. Worst game in the world. Risk, worst game in the world. Love Risk. Okay. And so we we were playing and, you know, newlyweds at our little kitchen table in our little first house and, and playing this this fun game. He's he's uh, in world domination mode. And basically this just wasn't even dominating it, it was, let's just put one it. country after another, after another, after another. And basically my I was opponent, starting to lose my mind. My opponent really just had a pacifist approach to I, world <laughs> dominion. Like she had no the dice just military, wouldn't fall. No strategy. They, yeah. Okay, I just couldn't ever roll a it was six. Bad. And I just again, this is not a lesson to teach your children, but I did take the board. And I did throw it across the room. Well, it wasn't quite. Let me tell it from the person, the victim here. It wasn't quite throwing it. Even it was this sweeping motion yes, across the table. Yes, it was like a more of a sweeping. As I think I had just. You didn't see it coming. No, I did, I did not see this. I coming didn't see at it all. coming all either. This it was literally rage. just. Quite frankly, if she had had this rage earlier in the game, she probably would have done better. That's not true. You can't game. force yourself to roll it, a six. It, it, it wasn't just that. It was also strategy problems. But anyways, she just, her hand sweeps across the table and just, in just one strong motion and all the little 
little well, people or my whatever entire, they are. My entire army was Your just army. destroyed in one swoop. So really, in essence, I won because well, I destroyed his entire army. That would be called cheating. Yeah, it was cheating. Fine. But basically, it taught us early on that we both have competitive natures. We had to work on that before and, we had kids. And how many times did we play Risk? Have we mm. played Risk since? Oh, no. Actually, I played one. No, with me? With you, never. Never. I refused to ever play it again. And that's, you know, that's something I obviously have to work on, but I just refused to play that game. However, when we had children I have to say I had to work on my competitive nature and with children it was a lot easier to be non-competitive with them because I wanted to see them win he however enjoys beating our children in every game he plays shoots and ladders he wins I do enjoy I do enjoy winning but I I think this is the nice this is the nice balance between you and I in that regard is that it's not that I've never let my kids win but I Play hard. You make squats. it harder. For, I yes. play it harder for them because I want them to get better, get better, and work hard and learn. And, and that's really and, and it even, is important. Even even like in recent days, I'm we're completely just jumping all over the place in this podcast. But now getting back to the kind of thing, like even tonight, Story of our life. I was playing basketball uh, with our eldest Michael, and Michael's now taller than me, and and he's becoming a very good basketball player. And I love basketball and. I'm a pretty good basketball player, and and I am not going to – I refuse just to give him a game. I just don't want to, and I think that's a good thing because mm-hmm. he's now working his butt off, and he's beating me more times than I care to admit, <laughs> but I'm taking joy in that. Yeah, because he's and, earned it. He's really working hard, and he's, he's getting better. And I've explained. I've had to explain to him. This has turned into a podcast on competitiveness, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I'm not really sure how but that happened. It's fine. It's my I, fault. I had to explain it. to him – um, one time he thought I would get mad. I, I get mad when I play. And he thought I was getting mad because he was beating me. And I said, oh, no, that's not why I'm getting mad. I'm getting mad because I can't – that I, I'm not doing well. Like, I'm not giving you a good game. I can't hit my shot. I said, so I, I was, it was a good opportunity to say I'm very proud of you. You're turning into a good ball player. I just want to give you a good game. I want to be competitive. I, I can lose, especially when I know my kid's becoming – well, my kid's like, you know, 30 years younger than me and – can jump and run and he's very fast and um and so like tonight it was you know three three games to we split the first two all and then the third one he was winning by one before he had to come in and put timmy to bed but um it was competitive and i think that's that's not a bad thing and i think it's something to and it's a joy to be able to still be out there and maybe i'm finally coming back slowly (laughs) this reminds me when i used to teach Here comes a tangent. <laughs> yeah, I would, and my students would love it because they knew that you nothing is they, really matters. As what long you say as now. it was mildly related to what I was talking about, they could ask a question that pulled me off. What I was talking about, what they, what they, they never defeated me on was that I would always Come find back a way back, and then and then somehow what we just talked about would find its way in a quiz <laughs> because that would be how I would punish them for. Pulling me into tangents. Oh, that's nice. Punishment. Yeah. Good punishment. It'd always be a bonus question. Yeah. And but the kid, no, and I they get a, they get a kick out of that. Oh, that's funny. I do remember I do remember when you used to do those cra- like crazy bonus just, questions. Just bizarre random. questions that yeah. it, that uh, uh, I had college professors yeah. that used to do that actually. And something like something about their personal life that they shared or whatever, and it was funny. So my students, that's the only laugh. question they got right on the quiz. Yeah, well, so. hey, they were listening to you a little bit. But I do think back to our topic that What's our topic? Physical health today, and we'll talk about spiritual health 
next week. We might as well just do nutrition as the second one, too. Let's just yeah, talk about exercise the, yeah, exactly. and physical health today. Like, I mean, and again, raising kids is difficult, and but we all want them to be good, healthy people in society that can live a balanced life. And most people, when you talk to them, what do you want for your kids? Even people that aren't religious at all, they say, well, I want them to be successful. I want them to be happy. I want them to be... Most people will say, I want them to be healthy people. I mean, nobody wants unhealthy people, unhealthy kids. So showing them, and I think you touched on this earlier, we have to model it, just like the spiritual life, which we'll talk about. We have to model for them healthy behavior. And that doesn't mean we all have to be basketball players. I mean, I happen to also be a basketball player, and we love that sport. We have that in common. How about golf? I'm not a very good golfer. You've you know you've golfed with me before. But I'm also not a good golfer. But, <laughs> you are but not I, either. But I like to golf. But okay, but we like sports. But even the idea is, yeah. But yeah. that doesn't mean everybody has to like sports, but nope. just just taking nope. care of the body because I think I think sometimes and I've even come across people, you know, throughout my life that have a hyper focus on the spiritual and and don't think the body matters. I think there's a heresy about that. Yes. There? Could be something about dualism. <laughs> there's lots of heresies that you know uh, throughout the world. Yeah, and they, they play off one against back. the other, right? Again, yeah. and they, you know, oh no, the body doesn't matter. The body is is bad, or the body, we don't really have to oh, worry vice, about the body, yeah, right, or right. vice versa. Right. That you know, the body is all that matters, and not the spirit. You know, obviously. We won't go down this whole no rabbit heresy. Hole. But anyways, the point is that no, we were made to be a body soul composite. It's two together. And I, uh, whenever I'm teaching to teens, even like when we get into chastity, which we'll do a whole, we'll do, Michael and I have been giving chastity talks since we met. Uh, you know, I would always talk to them about what are we made of? Body and soul. What happens if you separate your body and your soul? And most kids, they get it right. They'll say, you're dead. Then yes, you, you need your body and soul together. That's what makes us a human being. God designed it that way. Both are good. We need our body and our soul, which means if God gave us a body and God himself took on flesh, we need to take care of our flesh. We need to take care of our bodies to be healthy people. Right. And that's the one thing that we've uh, we've consistently together expressed to our children that our bodies are gifts. We're blessed. We, we are very blessed in our family that we we are generally healthy. And our kids are generally healthy. You know, we've got a little asthma here and there and some miles. But but we're healthy. We're a very healthy family. It's a very tremendous blessing for us. And so, um, but you have to take care of that gift. Mm-hmm. And and so the, the primary way that we do that is by modeling that first. And so Laurie and I have always been pretty consistent in... Um, Although, you know, a couple, couple, well, you've been pregnant a lot, but for me, kind of, there have been I some moments, there have been some moments when I kind of uh, didn't do as much as I did. But for most part, for most of our marriage, we've both been very good in encouraging each other to do a regular exercise. And the idea of it is, A, to set a good, good example, but B, to be healthy, to, to, to relieve stress, to, um, to also stay in as much shape as possible so that we can be active with our children and our large family. And one of the things that motivates me regularly is, you know, my first born is, uh, was, a, was a, my first born was a boy and, you know, and he was, he's very into sports, quite frankly, 
a lot of my kids are into sports, but but even my kids who aren't, the idea of being able to run with them and to jump with them and to be active with them. And so I look at Timothy, three years old, and here I am, 46, going on 47, and that's a pretty big age difference. And so I have to remind myself regularly because there are days where I just simply want to not work out. I'm tired. I want to just not do it because it's hard work. And it's and for those of you who are old like me, you, not know, old. you know that it gets harder <laughs> each and every year. <laughs> and yes, so I, I really have to motivate myself. And that's most days these days, other than just trying to keep up with Michael and basketball, it's I want to be able to play basketball with Timmy and I want to teach him baseball, etc. And so, I mean, we've, we've both, we've shared that, but as you hit on, we've encouraged each other. And I think that's really important. It's not like we've encouraged each other like, oh, hey, honey, you've just had another kid and now you're fat and you need to work out. It's not that kind of thing. It's like, oh, um, oh, I'll, I'll be your buddy. Like, I'll, I'll help you stay accountable and... I encourage you. You look great. Like how many times I've said after babies, oh my gosh, I'm never going to fit in my clothes. And he'll say, no, you, you look great and encourage me and never make me feel like, oh, forget it. I mean, give, I'm giving up, you know, and we've done that for each other and, and not for vain reasons. It's not like, oh, I need to fit. I'm never going to have my pre baby body back. And I don't, I don't want it quite frankly. I just want to be healthy for all my children and like you said, be able to run around, be able to play basketball. We've had to remind our kids, like, you you should be thankful that we're out here playing basketball. Kicking your butt. Yeah, be, be thankful that we're out here <laughs> running around with you and that we're able to do that. And it's a blessing to be able to do that. So let's talk a little bit about just, um, and we'll just do current day. Because um, yeah. really kind of how we do what we're doing these days is kind of how we, the rhythm we've been now for probably three, almost four years now. Let's just talk about, because I think sometimes what parents say, I don't have enough time, and oh my words, I've got too many kids, and they, they demand too much of me. So maybe let's just share a little bit about how we approach this, and as far as setting time aside mm-hmm. and for exercise and making that commitment, and so why don't you well, like share from, a little bit about how you approach it. For me, I've always needed to work out in the morning. That's just... I know you're polar opposite. I, I've Usually, had I've had moments of that when the kids when the kids were younger. Remember, and the kids would go to bed at yeah, and uh, you were six six or six thirty. I remember at nine, I could wake up at five, and and I had a stretch yeah. in Maine where I, I did that for a couple of years. Five. It just doesn't no. But now I can't no. do that. So for me, that's just what works for me. That I will before I've homeschooled them, before I've done anything, I get a half hour workout in, and if I have time to shower, great. If not, I'm stinky while I'm homeschooling them. Hey. Guys, I'm stinky. Get over it. And what I like about what Lori does is she's pretty committed to that. Like this is uh, this is what is part of this is my routine. And the kids know that too. This is my routine. So we've we've, we've talked I think already in the past about she she stays up in bed and she when she wakes up she prays and she wakes up and but more importantly she prays. I pray after I wake. And up. then sometimes she'll jump right on. <laughs> <laughs> she. Wakes up, prays, then wakes up. Well, she falls up. back to sleep again. Then falls she wakes up sleep, again. Then you fall asleep again. again. Yeah. It's 10 o'clock. No, I'm just kidding. And the time is you jump on the bike, we have a stationary bike in our room so you can get a quick, quiet workout in without before the kids realize that you're awake. Yeah, exactly. And other times you go downstairs and, yes, other than doing the quick check-in, especially for those who started their schooling, et cetera, you, you kind of jump right into and get your workout 
out of the way. Because yeah. I've just found in my life, if I don't, being a homeschool mom where kids all then need me right. for the rest of the day. So it's not like I'm, I'm not taking them to school. Obviously, you know, in the pandemic times, nobody was taking the kids to school. But the idea of I don't have any time without them. So I I just know for myself, that's the only time. And I've waited before and I, I literally put my workout clothes on and say, oh, yeah, I'm going to work out like at lunch or I'm going to work out at now I do have a job. So I'm I'm part time. And so my afternoons are working. And so I know if I don't do it in the morning, it won't come. It won't get in. And I have way more energy for the kids when I've worked out and when I haven't. I can be sluggish and I'm like having a tough time making it through the day. I don't drink coffee because I can't do caffeine. So I don't have that to rely on. Just a couple cups of coffee will give me a little energy. I don't. I can't. I twitch. I'm like, and I get a headache and everything else. I just don't do well. So how long do you work out for typically? I already said it. 30 minutes. I missed that. Did I miss that? Yeah. Pay attention. I was taking a sip of whiskey. Oh, I said it again. Sorry. So no, 30 minutes, and then you mix minutes. up, You and did, I forget if you missed, you didn't talk about what you do. So you, well, I, I no. mentioned that you do the bike. I do once, I do like probably once a week ride the bike, and then maybe for other days of the week, I'm doing things like kickboxing, YouTube, free YouTube videos, kickboxing. I have a few um, trainers that I really like that are women that one of them in particular is a mom. So well, drop some names. Yeah, Body Fit by Amy. I'll drop her name. You love dropping uh, names. Yeah, I do. Hey, podcast. why not? You know what? Um, she's great. She's a mom of two, and she puts these free videos on YouTube. I've bought some of her stuff from her store just because I want to buy something from her because I feel like I want to support her. But she's awesome. Her workouts are fantastic. She has beginner. She always gives you modifications if you're pregnant, postpartum, which I love because I've been pregnant postpartum for you know, whatever, the better part of 10, 12 years. So it's just great to be able to find a trainer that's good. And so, you know, I mean, again, everybody has their thing. Some people cannot work out at home. And so they need that time. I have a friend who has used the Y and obviously um, with COVID that changed, but you know, and she'd use the free babysitting and use the Y to get her workouts in whatever works. And for her, same thing. It's, it's partly people ask me, Oh my gosh, good for you working out. It's like, no, good for my family that I work out because my mental stability and my energy level, like I'm just not as balanced of a person unless I'm getting out that stress and. Right. And so, um, I, I, I can give you kind of for the dads out there. Um, I had two kind of approaches to working out over the last uh, few years. One was pre-COVID and then post-COVID. So pre-COVID, I would have to drive my hour to hour and a half in, hour, hour and a half out. So my days were 10 to 10 and a half hours minimum. Those are my normal days. And so I would typically get in 6, 6.30, quarter of 7, and I knew that if I didn't work out immediately, yes, this meant many times I would miss eating dinner with the family. I would try to avoid that if I could. But I knew that if I didn't work out right away, I wasn't working out that day. And so thankful to Lori because she understood that too. And I need to work out. I, I absolutely need to work out. It's I'm a better human being uh, emotionally, psychologically, intellectually. Everything's better in me. I sleep better if I'm working out. So I had to make that a priority. And so on a, on a day where I could get out of the office, I some days I would get in better rhythms of getting out a little bit earlier so I can get home at a decent hour, work out, have 
and have dinner with the family. During COVID, of course, everything's changed because I've only commuted to work a handful of times, I believe, over the last uh, four months. And what I started realizing when I was working in Maine, one of the things I did was I would go running. Um, I, I worked in, uh, in Portland and literally I could run across the street and run to the back bay and start running, just running uh, the cove and start running around. And, and do a couple miles just running around. Just running around. I just run, running around crazy. I would just run around. People thought I was nuts. <laughs> circles. But I could get a good run in and run for 20 minutes, good act, and run hard and get back. And we had showers at the at where I worked and we just I took a shot, quick shower, come back to work. The whole thing was 45 minutes, done. Yeah. Can't do that where I am. We don't have showers. By the time I'm not going to drive to a gym, I can't. My days are too full. So I, I, I actually missed the idea of a midday because it gives you a nice burst of adrenaline and gives you some energy for the rest of the day. And so it hit me um, a little while into COVID, like, why wouldn't I just, everybody's kind of around noon, everybody's kind of checking out and eating lunch. eating lunch. So I started getting back into the rhythm of, of working out midday, and it's allowed me also then to be available at dinner time to just have a normal dinner really with the nice. family. It's been very, it's been awesome yeah. uh, result of the pandemic. It's been one of the good things from the pandemic. Um, I like um, a variety of things. Um, I like lifting weights. I like doing push-ups, pull-ups, that kind of stuff. I mix in some HIT. Um, I've been using. I'm gonna drop some. I'm gonna drop a name for the first time. I've been using oh, wow. Fitness Blender uh, a lot this this year um, because they just have tons of videos from all different lengths of time, all different types of exercising, and I, I've uh, I've actually enjoyed that. And so, especially when I do my HIT and cardio routines. It's give me, uh, you know, just a good video to watch real quick. Um, and then obviously lifting weights and stuff. It's just years and years of exercising. I have things. I lift I weights just, too. I just, yeah, I you like do. Those. You're strong. <laughs> they're, not, they're not heavy, heavy weights. So I think what we both can say though is we're not, but at the same time, we're not like. Fitness gurus. Right. We're not, well, well the point, we're not spending hours and hours no. and hours doing this, no. you know. No. A good day for me is I'm getting a workout, half hour to 45 minute workout in at lunchtime. And then um, if it's a nice day, I love to get out. This happened today. I worked out at lunch. And then tonight we came home and I went and played. Uh, we played basketball with Michael for, for about an hour. And so it was kind of like having a double workout. And so when that happens, that those are that's a nice day. Like I get a lot of exercise in and I feel really good. A little sore on my knees. Um, so I think the point is, is... is a, find, build in a routine, like everything else in life. Try to find 30 minutes and work together as a couple. Supporting to make, each other. Yes, to make that happen. Understand how important that is. Lori could easily, and there were days sometimes we'd be like, you're not eating dinner with us tonight? Yes. But then I would talk to her and say, I, you know if I don't work out, what's going to happen? Yeah. And she supported me in that. And it's not that I never had dinner with the kids and the family, but it's just that on my long days, I need to exercise and vice versa. You know, I try not to harass her in the morning and, and, and not that I'm really helping out with the kids or anything like that, but I don't get in the way either. (laughs) Just work out. Um, and although there've been some times where I've been downstairs and and I said, Hey, leave your mother alone, you know, let her her finish, let her finish her workout. So mutual support is important. And Mm -hmm. I think what's happened for us is our kids have now, it's normal for them to have seen their parents, place an emphasis and, and place an importance on taking care of our bodies physically yeah. and, and through exercise. And we encourage that 
of our children as well, obviously. And so whether it, if they like sports, great. And we have kids who like basketball and baseball and soccer and gymnastics now we have. And I, I'm sure if we let it happen, we'd have kids who would want to dance. And, um, but not all my kids are, not all of our kids are exercise, I mean, um, excuse me, sports, athletics type stuff. No, Other but kids, they, we just, I mean, they're just active. They're just they active, just, they, yeah, but they run around and they jump and they use their imagination. And we've well, got- Well, and the other thing is that Okay, yes, our kids play video games, you know, like they like video games, but we don't we limit it. I mean, during the school week, I only let them play video games on the weekends. So they're not playing video games during the week. And part of the reason that is get outside. Get outside. Yeah. It's sure it's snowing, put your snowsuit on. Uh it's a, I mean, we Lightning, lived, just get we out lived there. Outside. Just get out there, kid. <laughs> it's raining. Get an umbrella. <laughs> well, I lived outside as a kid. I loved yeah. to be outside. We were always outside using our imagination, just running around, playing silly games. And we're blessed to be able to live in a house oh, yeah, that has a, yeah. a nice property. But even on a tiny property, like when I lived in my first house as a kid, uh, we had a tiny property. We made the best of it. We just ran around. We loved the outdoors. And we want to give our kids that that love and just a just a plug for family physical activity because we didn't really talk about that but that that's really important too and obviously you know we're like michael said we're blessed to have health so we don't have you know issues with yes you have knee issues but not bad i mean we can hike mountains together and we've hiked lots of mountains together as a family not giant ones when we have kids but I did admit I did fall down a mountain at one point with a kid on on me um, because that we were was, hiking. That was really horrific. That was really scary. Uh, thankfully, the child was okay. I probably cracked my hip, but you know. But the fact is, but I have an adventurous streak, and so every, he does. Every year, we typically spend some time up in New Hampshire, and and we love the hike and or Maine, and we love the hike, and so I do an annual hike of a four thousand footer or two in New Hampshire with with the, big kids when the kids get to seven or eight, they begin to join the team. And so well, we're up to you know, five of the kids now yeah. um, hike with me. And they look forward to that. Mm-hmm. And I would do it more if we had more time. But so when we do that vacation, there's always a day. And, and again, this is where Lori supports me. And yep, I'm going to take care of the little ones. Go do that. Because at some point, we're all going to be doing it together. Yep. And we always make sure we do a ton of family hikes. And a lot mm-hmm. of them are small. Small, some, little Sometimes things. I... Sneak in and, and tri- semi tricker into a. Uh, I might get really an adventure. angry as I'm hiking, as we're getting, I don't know, pelted with rain or well, going that, up this very, 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 once. very, very, very steep. And I've got kids that I'm trying bad. to stop right now. It was, it felt really steep. But the kids enjoyed it and they thought yeah, it was an adventure it, and they loved it. I was and having a hard time. And I think that's the point is, is in our, or even just um, a couple weeks ago, or I think it was last week, we. What game? Scatterball. You know, we played, yeah. I, they were playing a game and Laura and I joined in and, or wiffle ball or. I stunk at it, by the way. I was out every, uh, every three seconds because I can't catch a ball, apparently. A bouncy ball. I, I don't know why I couldn't catch it. I Fine, might have won both times, times. Both times. But, yeah, it, you know, yeah, who's yeah, yeah, keeping yeah. track of these oh, things? Oh, none of us. But I think that the, this is the point of it, folks, is that how important it is to take care of our bodies. And um, no matter what your situation is, trying to. Make that a priority in, in your life. You know, make that a part of your life, an important part of your life. And the example that's that's going to be setting for our children. And again, it doesn't have to be because you can go to the other extreme as well. Yes, that where, other extreme isn't good either. Glor- we, we, yeah, we, we worship our bodies and we go yes. too far to the other extreme as if that's the only thing that we've got. 
Nope, that's nope. also bad. bad. So this balance of balance. half hour working out a day, being active, doing things together that's physical. I think these things are, are important for us to pass on. Not letting our kids just get swallowed up into a digital world. Digital, virtual world. Setting standard mm-hmm. boundaries, but not just for the sake of those boundaries, so that we get them active and get them outside and outside. And then as the kids are getting older, they're they're growing slowly more interested, of course, in and exercise and stuff like that. And I'm, I'm sure there are many of you out there who have your own positive experiences and and could give us even some advice on this kind of stuff. But we just thought it would be cool to kind of begin to just spend a few weeks talking about this idea of body and soul. And so the first couple of weeks or two or three weeks will be on things having to do with the body. And then we'll, well, like nutrition and what was the other thing we were going to talk about? I don't, there wasn't another thing. I yeah, don't know why was. I was saying two, three there weeks. There was. I thought there was going to be another thing. Anyways, yeah. we'll come, uh, I'm going to come uh, up with the third one now. You will because you're good at that on the fly. And um, and then also then just spend, we'll spend some time obviously talking about the soul and and we'll come up with some for that one as well because I'm just not thinking about anything right now. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> yep. So I think that's it. Um, that's it. That's it. That's Goodbye. All, that's, that's all, folks. That's all I have to say about that <laughs> right it. now. I have nothing else to say. I'm hungry. I didn't eat dinner, and it's late. This is how we're going to end this? It's late at night. Yes. Well, we are talking about the body. It's not completely off topic but, that I'm hungry. And that's a good and, and that's I, a good uh, commercial for our next topic, which we'll be yes, talking about, talk nutrition. about nutrition. And listen, folks, this is not... We're we, not nutrition. This is not an exercise podcast, and it's not going to be a nutrition podcast. Experts but, either. But we're just going to talk about... This is the whole point of the podcast, right? Raising eight. We're going to be talking about raising domestic, kids, our, being and, in church, and, and how do we do it in our home? And hopefully, something inspires you, makes you makes you angry, whatever it is we're doing to you. We hope that we give you something to help <laughs> give you us out. A horrible review. Yeah, yeah. You anti-vaxxer hypocrites. Um, and maybe we'll talk about that. <laughs> By the way, next week when we get to nutrition or some, or health or something like that. Oh, that could be the third one. See, I came up with the third one in body I don't and get soul. It. The, we could talk about vaccinations. We actually do it. By the way. By the way, what? we might as well end here before we do our closing things. The Levine children are vaccinated. Yeah, well, there's a few vaccines we're not we anti, not to give. We're not we're, anti all we're vaccinations. We're not anti all vaccinations. Our kids have been vaccinated. Although, we do take the approach of, hey, guess what? As parents, we should be able to choose what we want to do with our children as far as their health. Amen. So we shouldn't have things forced on us either. But we have choices to make. We so I, I respect people of both choices. If they choose they don't want to vaccinate their children, this is America. So if they choose to vaccinate their children, as we do, we do vaccinate our children. We do skip some. So we are But we 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 we're exercising our rights to choose how we want to raise our children. Anyways, that this could be a whole other topic for us to talk about. Sure, I think I really think we'd bore everybody with a whole podcast on that. But okay. I love this stuff, especially today when we're all waiting for the COVID nineteen vaccine. That rhymed. Thank you. Hmm, nice work. Okay, well, this is yes, no. raising eight. That's not the way I'm supposed to close. No, I was just going to say a... goodbye, <laughs> bye, bye, folks. See you later. <laughs> Thank you all for listening in. If you like the podcast. Please subscribe and give us a five-star review. No, you know what? Give us Maybe. a one-star and say something really creative that's going to make us laugh and talk about you. That would be funny. But also, if you could give us a five-star <laughs> review, that would be nice. And if you can leave us a nice positive comment, that would be nice too. We really appreciate it. If you like if it. If you don't like it, we're sorry. We hope you find another podcast that you do like and give them a five-star review. Yes. This was Raising Eight. A couple of sinners trying to raise saints. God bless.